You are now tuned into High and By Podcast, hosted by your favorite unfriendly black high ass bisexuals. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at High By Podcast, TikTok at High By Pod, and subscribe to our YouTube at High and By, you know, with the little the little Ian symbol right there, you know, just go check that out. All right, enjoy. All right, we're recording. Yo, yo, yo. It's episode 13, I think we are now. I think it's 13. Look at that. Look at progress. Um, we here with a new guest. They're going to introduce themselves. Hey, guys. It's Jasmine here. Yes. And that's going to be in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, like, and cut. Like, <laughs> <I'm> cut. <laughs> Um, let me open that shit. Uh, we are um, accompanied by some blunt joints. There we go. Uh, is there a brand name for them that you got? Or did you just... Oh, yeah. They're them? called Pure Beauty. Okay. They're little mini pre-rolls. They come in like a little compartment. And it comes in like 10 of them. But honestly, it's got me pretty high. about you? I just got some shit from the local mm-hmm. weed spot. They don't have a name. They just put it in this little package that they be selling. That's very sus. And he really bought it. I really did. And it was, it was $10. <laughs> it was $10 for each. And it's covered in resin. And I've had other too. people, um, other people have bought it before me. So I'm like, I knew it was safe. Okay. Yeah. Look at where we came to. Right? Like, <laughs> it used to be so illegal on the street. And now I could just buy it for we $10. We used to be searching for plugs like and there are yeah. always so like someone really random and sketch <laughs> like a friend of a friend of a friend like never you're not really dumb <laughs> the things you do to get high man things ooh. oh shit the angry orchard is angry <laughs> all right so we're gonna start with why i always forget the order like one second Cause I'm fucking high. That's why. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do. Oh, I forgot to say. Do you have a high moment? It's okay if you don't. See, I should have prepared that. I know. I should have told that. you. I should have told you. <laughs> that's a lot of. Yeah, that's a lot of thought. Ne- next time. Yeah, next time. <laughs> this is the high moment for that high. This moment. is the high moment. Yeah. All right. So, um, tweets. You want to share yours, or I could go first. Yes. Okay. So y'all know how. That whole trend is going on about like what's your favorite tweet of like a certain username. Hmm. <laughs> so he said, Niggas lucky Jeff Bezos got all that money and not me. I'd have little niggas in Nicaragua building pyramids for no reason. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then but this, <laughs> he says, You go on the tomb of the pyramid and aim the flashlight at the wall. You're going to see me getting money, nigga. I'm dead. <laughs> it's Samir and before. And it's so horrible. Who was the, what's the at name? Sky the Universe. You remember him? I don't think so. Probably if I see the profile picture. He's one of those, like, they just have, like, an anime character. Um, yeah, so very incognito, but it's really crazy he said that. Right. <laughs> um. What's yours? I only had one. Okay, so one of mine is from um what is that? It's like six six RB doll. Okay. <laughs> um and say non black people will have the worst black scent ever and use the word nigga and then be like, But I grew up in New York. <laughs> 
Like, so why you said, why are you trying to do, um, you trying to do the Maryland you, but you was from New York. <laughs> like, we heard that, sis. You too. Yo, their accent is really like. Like, I'm from um, New York. <laughs> Head ass bitch. <laughs> Bro. People think they see a couple of videos and then they could just do it. Right, like, why? But even why? I like, why? Why? I can't even, I mean, I'd be doing a British accent, but it's like, who don't? But like. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be giving weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then my second one, the original tweet was from Sarome Russell and said, if a woman tells you to go deeper and you're at a dick, just whisper in Langston Hughes quote, it feels the same. <laughs> so then somebody quoted it named, okay, so Mick and said, what happens to a dick deferred? <laughs> Chokehold. We wouldn't. We were not supposed to know that new people existed, bro. Like, no, for real. <laughs> like they're we on it young as fuck, just tall in all of our teeth, bro. Before I did my whole scrub, yeah. Before you know, I get canceled, yeah. I'm like, yo, we used to be on here acting a fucking fool, bro. Like, yo, dead ass. If I ever got like a transcript <laughs> from our first time on Twitter, bro. no, because I could text from Twitter, so I know I was just bro, saying anything. Oh, day. Why the fuck was that a thing? <laughs> anything. What was the name? It was like four zero four. <laughs> bro, we changed our username that time. Dead ass. Remember when I was Jazzy Fonto? Yes. Oh my god. I don't oh, even know all my names, bro. I should have kept that. Yeah, why not? Ooh, I'm sorry. Um I should have kept that. That would have been a fire name. In cuts. Like, oh. <laughs> Stop cutting me. Yes. I don't know, baby. Like, <laughs> you trying to get mad beads in the sound and shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, Wait, though, you don't got that meme of Mary J. Blige chopping people. Oh, I didn't see her chop. I, I see her gave somebody a 10. <laughs> Wait, no. send that to me. Send that to me. It's about to be a new reaction. Nah, dead ass. That's about to be my fucking profile picture. <laughs> Yo, everybody's gonna repost it. Alright, I'll send it to you guys now. Um, Alright, so you could do a whole story. You know, either... You talk about you, you talk about your homeboy, your homegirl, it's up to you. So many. So, so, so many. And summer hasn't even started yet. Yeah, summer hasn't even started. But it's getting a little spicy. Okay, I can give like an overview of like a recent whole story. Okay. But this is like a, this is not like a successful whole story. This is kind of like. An L? An L. That we love that the L. Crazy? No, we no, love L. we love the L. I'll be telling all I'll be telling everybody else. <laughs> we no, prefer the L. Some people like try to hide their L's and they try to like, you know, no, make it seem time. like they came out like no, it's okay. He I was know. not a porn star. So Literally he, like sex is awkward as fuck. Like Okay. So I got flewed out a few months ago. Yes. Right? You love it. My first Technically, my first successful flew out because before, like, it was actually a boyfriend, but this time it was just a trish, right? Lunch. 
Right. Uh, yeah, he was a munch. Actually, he wasn't. See, and we're gonna talk about that later. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> um, got food out. It was it was nice. I think what really got me is that like we didn't know each other that well, but um, I don't know if you watch that show, Master of None. Yeah. I fucking love that show. First of all, yeah. Season one through three, amazing. They kind of lost me, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So you remember when he went on the first date to Houston? I yes, that's okay, like vaguely. the first season. Yeah. Um, I think first or second season. So he so instead of like them, because remember when the show opens up, that was the first girl he had sex with, mm-hmm. just like a one night stand. But then yeah. they came back later. Yeah. Um. So their first real date. He took her to Houston, and even though she was hesitant, um, she was like, you know what, that's kind of like a different first date. It's not going, going right. to the movies, it's not going to the restaurant, whatever. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I went. It was a nice weekend. Everything was paid for. I didn't have to pay for anything. I actually had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of sucked because I had to meet. It wasn't like a vacation. Like It was like... Um, Let's call it a birthday party for a birthday party. party. <laughs> we'll call it a birthday party where he was seeing like a lot of people from like college or whatever. Uh-huh. So I didn't know anybody there, barely knew him. Right. And it kind of felt weird. Like I felt like an escort a little bit. Mm. So like he wasn't really talking much, but like he made sure to like keep me on his arm. Uh-huh. He was like cuddled. Um, it was all of that, but like when we're having conversations, he just was kind of like... Yeah, so you're you know, definitely just giving arm candy. I was giving arm candy, which was cool. I, yeah, that's I was yeah, like, that's do nice. I, I was trying to debate, like, do I feel a way about this? <laughs> but, like, low-key, like, I didn't have a connection with him yet, you know? Right. So I'm like, whatever, like... <laughs> This is a this is a an experience. This is a nice getaway. Right, and then I feel like it's a little bit flattering to be like, "Ooh, I'm, I'm arm right? candy tonight." Like, oh, that's kind of how I felt. Um, <laughs> but like, I was vibing with everybody that like he he was there with, like all of his like friends and then his friends like girlfriends or whatever. So like, it was a good time meeting them. Yeah, and then like after a while, this one specific night, um, we actually did have a lot of fun. We started talking more and. We just spent, we were all at the club or whatever. Now we're all getting drunk. Um, then we go back to the Airbnb and obviously everybody's lit. It's good enough. So I'm like, you know what? I also low-key know what a fly out means. Of so, course. Like, let's be fucking <laughs> let's for real. Let's be fucking for real. Um, so I was like, all right. But... Since the lights were off. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was drunk. I didn't really understand, like, what is he actually working with? Because we didn't send any pictures. I didn't know. Okay, so you literally raw dogged it. Oh. No, like, I mean, you raw dogged oh, okay. it. Too. I'm going to say this. <laughs> you raw dogged the connection. <laughs> listen, listen, on this podcast. Redacted, we... redacted, redacted, redacted. <laughs> We can tell safety at all costs. My bad. That was slang. That, that wasn't was, was great. Was, it wasn't the, the the first slang. It was second slang. <laughs> Nothing. None Mm-mm. of that. But um, Mm-mm. okay. So basically, I didn't know if this dick was big or not. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. And turns out it was not. Wah, wah, wah. Like, it's like <laughs> I felt like I was already in too deep. Right. No pun intended because he can't. <laughs> but <laughs> Addictive. <deferred. laughs> 
how cyclical life is. Bro, bro. Literally deferred. He wasn't like, oh, it just, all of it was bad. It was so bad. It was just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, I'm such a great actress. And I'm playing my part so well right now because you would have thought. Because he ended up thinking I had a great time or whatever. And Mm -hmm. that he can like be more like, I'm that man, like, oh, stop talking like that or you're not going to get no dick. (laughs) Yo, that shit be, I watched some show like that and he was talking like wild shit and like, I feel like it's a kink. Oh, it was Harlem. It was oh, Har- I haven't he, watched that show yet. Oh, it's like they had a big. He was perfect. Had the big house, fancy car, all that was like uh, showering her with affection. He's like, yeah, like when I put it on, you not even call. No, you not even. What, bro? That shit. <laughs> it's always them when they talk too much. Exactly. That's always an indicator that. Exactly. They have a dick. And I'm or like, if they yeah. overcompensate, like mm-hmm. I think he probably flew me out and did all of that because it's like, well. You can have this, but <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly the same vibe as Harlem. And it's like then you got to feed the delusion mm-hmm. of like, and it's like ah, I can't do. I'm too honest. I'm too. And it's gonna See, be. And honest. I love and that for you because I'm like in my head. I'm always like, what, what would thing one do? So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's, it's not even. It's not even like I feel like I have to because my face just be like. It's like. I don't know. I don't have the heart to do it because I'm like, first of all, what if you start wowing out on me right now? True. I cannot. Like, I got my whole ass out. Like, this is just not my vibe right now. And then, like, I don't know. I'm like, you know what? Let me let you have it because, you know, you need it, man. You need that. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you need that. Like, big up. You, you know, whatever. And me in my head, I'm like, I feel like if you have a little dick, you shouldn't be having sex. Like. That's just mad selfish of you. I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> no. <laughs> because you don't understand how small this thing is dick was. I was so mad. But it's like, I feel like there's other ways to have something. Like, if it was like head was good, fingering was good. Like No, it t- wasn't the dude that put me out. He literally didn't do, he doesn't do any of that. So it was literally just, he came with penetration and that was it? See, and this because is when what, their dick is that small, it's very you know it's more sensitive or whatever. Yeah, but like, so it's like you gonna have a little dick and not even care about my pleasure either. Literally, that's mm-mm. and that's why I be telling the truth because it's like if the head was good and like whatever, I could I could work with it a little bit, you know. Mm. It, I, I, maybe not to like make it permanent, you know. It could be a little short term thing, um, pun intended. But <laughs> <laughs> but. But, like, I don't know. We could make it work. And then, but it's, like, just don't do all that, like, flexing, like, oh, talking yeah. shit, like, delusional shit. Because I'm not going to play into the delusion. Like, yeah. I, had, I had a good time. If you can back it up with the mouth. Mm. Like, okay, I can work with it. But be fucking for real at the end of the day. Exactly. Not, like, with him, after, like, we came back from the trip or whatever, he wasn't, like, as, like, consistent with the communication or whatever. But, like, one time he hit me up. Cause it was it was like Ramadan or whatever, so um, you know they're not allowed to do that. But um, you know, there's a lot of he's Muslim. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he basically texted me on some shit like, "You gonna give me some or what?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Relax. Who the fuck are you talking and to? That, like, please, like that whoa, type of shit. You don't have enough dick for you to be talking to me like that. 
that type of shit is exactly why I can't fake because I'm not gonna that ego like that yeah. ego was crazy. I'm like, this is so insane for you to talk like this. No, like, like this is really insane. And you. that's why they need to be like, has no one told you? No, about it, this? but that's the thing. Like they won't because who wants to tell somebody that? Literally, I I would. That's such a. Crazy I would never. I would never tell nobody that. But my face is gonna tell. Yeah. <laughs> and that's. <laughs> And, that's what and I'm, I'm not going to, like, try to make it work yeah. if you're not even giving, trying to make, make me feel good either. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I? The fuck? <laughs> that's what Loki happened with a lot, another whole story that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll save that for later. I feel like maybe I should record it again. I'm like, but if you want to send us your homeboy, your mama, your daddy, your grandma's whole stories, uh, email hi by pod at gmail.com put whole story in the subject and you might hear it aloud and be descriptive because i'm nosy. we love the details we like we said it. the nitty gritty the sweaty balls all right <laughs> so now we're gonna go on to the main topic we gotta rush through this because my girl gotta go soon um and miss jasmine is a fashion stylist in new york mm. so we're gonna ask her a few questions about that what that's like um let's get into it so when did you know or how did you figure out like this was what you wanted to do um uh, well growing up and you know my mom's a hairstylist and seeing her do all of these shoots and do a bunch of like different kind of editorial stuff with her friends um I just always took an interest in, like, the clothing part of it. Um, but I never knew, like, at that young age, I never knew, like, I could really make that into, like, a career. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seemed really far-fetched. And, like, you know, we're from right. a small whole town. So I was just like, okay. Um, went to school. And even though I first majored for, like, childhood education, I thought I was going to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God I realized in enough time that that wasn't it. Um, <clears throat> shout out to y'all teachers, though. I don't know how y'all do it. Right. Because I mean, <laughs> y'all need to be paid way more. Way more. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, um, I basically just started dressing myself often and thinking, like, you know what? This is enough. I'll just dress fly or try to dress fly. Um, create like different kind of combinations for myself and I'll leave it there. Um, but then people started asking me to style them for random stuff, like mm-hmm. friends. And then it just started getting bigger and bigger. Um, and then that's kind of when I realized like, this is something that like, this fulfills me. I like excites me. I like how I feel when I'm doing it. I like um, just making other people feel beautiful too. Like I take this very seriously and I don't want to just, throw you in an outfit right and then you don't feel good like you're just posing right because it's a job like i want you to actually like any any person i put into like a new style if i style them for anything um i want them to feel their best self so right yeah that's fire um okay let's see i would just start with what are some perks of the job that you can tell us about. <laughs> I don't know what NDAs and shit. Um, well, for styling specifically, it's um, 
I'm trying to think if that's NBA. <laughs> um, I like the different kind of people you get to meet. It's mm-hmm. like really um, a whole different world when you get into this because you're actually meeting people that um, create these celebrities and people that we look up to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to be like not on no hype be shit, but it's like being able to see how they party and see like how they hang out and like the life that they live. Mm-hmm. Um and being able to make an impact for that. Right. I think that's really dope. Sometimes you get free clothes. They they send a lot of gifting. Yeah. Um it depends. Um you get access to a lot of events that happen in New York City. Like before moving out there, I didn't even know like there's just random like fucking um Mugler just pops up and he's doing like a random event, a mm-hmm. launch event in New York, and then just so happens Kate Trinata is performing. Mm-hmm. Like what? Right. And then like I don't know. It's just cool to like be able to experience it. It's not everything. Right. It's cool having um those connections and meeting those people. Yes. Um okay. What would be your dream collaboration? Uh, that's a good one. Um, I think an artist like Emory. Emory. Mm-hmm. The African artist, but she kind of does like she's like a dochi. Oh. You've heard her songs. I probably have. Often something, but um, I would love to be able to rebrand like her style because I think she has really like a specific like cyberpunk style and. It would be really cool to like style her like a campaign of her. Mm-hmm. Okay, love her. <laughs> uh, what would be some like trend predictions you see coming up? Ooh, oh, I love trend forecasting. Okay, so this summer, obviously, you guys have already saw like the real preppy um, schoolgirl kind of vibe happening but it's definitely going to come in full force the only thing that sucks about it is that it's summertime so people are going to be wearing those really mini yeah. like um plaid skirt um like tennis skirts skirt. yeah they have been wearing like those um <clears throat> the shorts half like a crop um button up and everyone's definitely just gonna be throwing on ties with everything so that's gonna be cute <laughs> also um, it just feels like we're really diving into this Y2K fashion. So, like, that's definitely not leaving. Um, they're kind of expanding more into, like, the sunglasses now. Like, before, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, yeah, we see Y2K, you know, the low rise and all of that. But now, like, I'm seeing more styles of glasses start to change. So, like, how, like, in sync. Yeah. Way. I'm wondering if them Kanye glasses going to come back. I fucking hope not. I don't <laughs> I feel like it's, it, it hasn't been that long for it to come back yet. Like, please. True, exactly. Please. Um, I got scared for a minute. I thought we were <laughs> going to get into 2010 fashion. So that's the... Wearing the cami with another color cami. Oh. Another color. <laughs> Remember? Triggering. Belts, but, like, belts are coming back. Remember, like, yeah. belts left a while Yo, ago. my girl deadass predicted that shit in, really? like, 2020. She was like, yeah, this is the new thing. It's posted it on her. Like, literally, I was like, oh, wow. Now mm-hmm. I see that show all the time. You never know when, but like definitely. Um, and I thought we were moving backwards because you know, like everybody got really into like 
90s fashion. Then people started adapting to 80s fashion Mm -hmm. and 70s. I really thought, well, we kind of skipped 80s because 80s was a decade. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 70s was cute. 80s was a little experimental. But I actually went to an 80s themed um, My friends always, Sarah, love you. Everyone who came on theme was actually pretty cute, but I never even get into like the fifties and sixties where they wore those like bloomers. Oh, wow! Um, because you know the Chanel, since like they have that whole Met Gala and it's all Chanel, mm-hmm. everyone's going into that real preppy like I don't want to call it old like UK old like British. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. That may be coming back to like Vivian Westwood mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. But with you know they there's actually like um an article that talked about like oh is all of these cores um changing like 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 individuality in fashion Mm -hmm. so you know how there's a malia core then there's like yeah cottage core yeah and they said that it's basically like costumes you know it is because it's like you're not it's not just a new trend it's not like a new pant trend and everyone's styling in different ways it's literally like the same Mm mm-hmm and there's so many, you know? So, yeah. like, are everyone just cosplaying? I mean, I feel like people pick their own spin on what they think mm-hmm. that means, though. So that could be it. But it's like, I don't know. Because I haven't seen people in, like, the same outfits, per se. Maybe for the Aaliyah one, because mm-hmm. that's very specific. specific yeah. But for the cottage girl, I feel like people have been pretty, like... I mean, a lot of the corset and all that stuff in the big skirts. But I feel like there's a way to switch it up and make it your own. But you just gotta be that girl i don't know because not everybody's that girl like a lot of people are just following the trends Mm because it's easier to do than like actually make your shit and like make it your own i thought it's gonna be for any fashion though i don't know i low-key feel like not that i'm a sidekick but i (laughs) predicted something because no like even out here low-key this area is good for thrifting and i don't know how but like i found the better finds here than like out mm-hmm. here too which is crazy because so yeah. much clothes there um <clears throat> i went to the one um it's right by uh downtown area i literally found you know the long denim skirts everyone's wearing mm-hmm. the little kitten heels um i also what was it the like kind of style of dress how everyone's wearing like the backless and everything i found all of that stuff Mm-hmm. at the thrift store and like when i brought it oh jewelry bras are coming back uh you seen that everyone's wearing yeah. like jewels and everything i found all of that at the thrift store and like when i got out of um storage i was like yo <laughs> how did i know years ago that this is gonna be it i just stored it away yes. waited for it to come love it okay so we can do one more when do you want to leave what do you think uh, probably about like 10.45. Okay, so um, we can do the, the one last one. Okay, cool. And then we can do movie prediction, all that stuff. Oh, no. Okay, so that we're going to end on the big one. <clears throat> um, what do you think about queer women versus queer men in the industry? Ooh, that's a big one. Um, I feel like in a most respectful way. I feel like um, a lot of queer men are more favored when it comes to certain roles and jobs when it comes to the fashion industry. Um, 
I don't really know many queer women that are fashion designers. I'm um, the one. Exactly. Um, and I just feel like like a lot of a lot of the projects that I see, it's kind of like it's pretty much all queer men being a part of the team. They'll probably have one black woman there, but um, it is kind of tough. Like it is, it's noticeable. And at the end of the day, I want everyone to have the same opportunities. You know, so like super thrilled. And it's always been like that, though. Like fashion has always had. Um, the backing of queer men in general. Right, right. Just um, the yeah. Like, even though, like, women are the muse um, for a lot of these collections and everything, mm-hmm. it's still, like, a queer man either producing it, he's shooting it. Um, and we love that, but I just feel like um, queer women aren't represented as much in the industry. Right. Um I would love for it to be different, but, you know, hopefully with this new age of designers coming up nowadays, um, hopefully we'll see a difference. But Mm -hmm. honestly, all of the fashion brands that I've come across, like a lot of the creatives that I know, it's the numbers are so. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like. So how would that work with, because you also do PR. Mm-hmm. So like, how does that work with finding one to represent? Um, <clears throat> well, it kind of goes a lot of different ways because first we have to see like whatever you're producing mm-hmm. aligns with our company. So like, even though you would have a lot of followers, if we feel like this isn't like the kind of brand that we could represent or like we should, that aligns with our like ethos or whatever, it's not going to happen. But um. For us, like we have a queer company. We have two of them actually. Three actually. Um, so one of <clears throat> one of the brands, he's a queer uh Caucasian man, but he doesn't really center his brand off of his queerness. Like mm-hmm. honestly, I unless I asked like my team, I wouldn't have known. Um so his collection is very like the demographic is Straight men, like yeah, skinny like L.A. straight men, um, and then for another brand, they're Asian, they're Asian owned, two Asian American queer women. So oh, okay, What's we're really excited. Their name, the brand's called Bible House. So oh, really okay. excited about them. They're very like upbeat. You should, you should actually check them out. Um, they do a lot of events at their flagship store, catered to queer people. Um, and they actually like spread that narrative as well. So I'm actually really proud of them for being able to do that. And I hope they get bigger because you, that's not a thing in fashion, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's also a topic that no one wants to talk about. Right. Because just queerness in general is always very sensitive topic. You think it's hush hush, even though it's like dominated? I don't think it's hush hush. I think it's just expected. Like obviously the queer direct creative director of a brand is going to hire another queer man that's mm-hmm. going to hire another queer man, you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of like, you know, once you got to get, once you get in the room, it's like everybody else in the room, which is great. Like black people just in general do that often. Yeah. Um, but every demographic does that often. You feel me? So yeah. I just feel like 
there needs to be more queer women in power to be able to bring themselves in as well. Right. Even when people say, oh, with like, once I'm at the table, we're all at the table, all of that, there's room for everyone. It's very hard to get that. (laughs) They're trying to keep, they're trying to keep that exclusive. Exactly. In fashion, it's very much, yes, if you're good, you're good, but there has to be a co-sign first. Mm -hmm. And then who do you know that I know that, you know, that it's going to make sense for my aesthetic. Like, it's a lot. So love it love it. i <laughs> love it sometimes it is discouraging and like because there's so much amazing people out there that just like everyone's doing something so it's like i can do a project but then the next day it's like i feel like i didn't do it because people are just dropping dropping projects dropping projects so it's like you kind of get oversaturated with everybody else's ideas like yeah. oh that's fire i could i should do something like that or whatever yeah or i could have done something like that like why didn't i think of that um mm-hmm. So it gets like that, but other than that, definitely trying to take the time to like, but okay, I created this art. Yeah. I'm just going to keep creating art. Right. It's like, I know it's probably good to like, take a break from like looking all that stuff, but it is hard since that's like your job to do that stuff too. But it's like, you got to take the creative time for yourself too, because then it's like, you're going to feel so... Like, I feel like, for me, I just take in so much. I feel mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm taking in. I need to put something out to, like, have some balance. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then, like, if you don't execute, like, any of the ideas you did, then it's just, like, it just gets all muddy. Like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it feels like when I am creating art or whatever, or, like, if I'm styling or I'm doing, like, a big project, it all comes at once. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never, like, okay, here's a project for you. Here's a new one after that's completed with some time, you know. It's like I'm doing multiple stuff at once. And I'm like, how do people that are way bigger, how are they able to, like, juggle multiple clients? Like, Law Roach styling. Literally, Law Roach styling for big artists for, you know, Grammys or Oscars or something like that, you know. Yeah. Oof. It makes a team. It's literally always a team. And then you just got to keep building until mm-hmm. you get, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's shift because you got to go. Um, what are your movie, TV, and song album recommendations? Okay. So succession, always, mm-hmm. every day. I'm obsessed with that show. We are on the last season. I love how they're doing it right now. Um but for those of you that don't know, if you don't know, I'm sorry for you. Um, <laughs> it's basically like some uh, so, uh, father. He's selling his company, or he's gonna get. He's getting too old to run the company. The three siblings are fighting to get it, but it's such a like a lesser of the same kind of dry humor as like The Office. It still has those hints because it's like, how did the writers come up with this dialogue for real? But like, I don't know. It's really interesting. The characters are so complex. You love all of them. You hate all of them. It's one of those you, that really grows on you. Yeah. Um, so definitely watch Succession. Um, the funeral episode is coming up. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch it tomorrow. <laughs> um and what else you said? Song. Um, 
Movie and song. Movie and song. And you know, I haven't watched movies in a long time, which is kind of crazy. It's understandable. It's hard to get to them sometimes. I'm so like, okay, not to go. Um, I watched the Tiana Taylor movie. What was that movie called again? I don't know. She was promoting it really heavy. Um, Damn. I feel like I heard about it too. Let me go to her page. Thousand and One? Yes, Thousand and One. Oh. So I went to a screening and then like her, Dapper Dan, and the director came and did like a whole Q&A. Well, it wasn't really cute. It's like a panel afterwards, which is kind of cool. But um, it's basically, it's really layered. So the theme is obviously old New York, late 80s to early 2000s. Um, And as it's like a, it's a coming of age for the both of them, for a mother and son, but in the middle of that coming in age story, they're also touching on a lot of like the big issues that started happening around New York City around that time. So like, obviously when crack really hit the streets and then gentrification, mm-hmm. um, all of that. Um, and they just added it subtly into not only like their script and like what the storyline was, but like you would see little um, news clippings from like everything that was going on, mm. like the stop and frisk, everything. Mm. I think the director was a genius for it. I cried my eyes out. <laughs> it's funny. It's just beautiful. It gives me um, Moonlight vibes, even though Moonlight is unmatched. Yeah. <laughs> and the movie's phenomenal. But like tone. It gives, the tone gives me that. Like melancholic yeah. nostalgia or something. Yeah. Mm. I really recommend you seeing that. Everyone's seeing that. Okay. And then you said song. Yeah. Okay. Um, right now I'm really into Afrobeats and I haven't really strayed away often, but can I do it too? Okay. I'm gonna do an R and B one. Valentina mm-hmm. by Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. Preferably the Rick Rock version that he added in the deluxe, but that song is so fucking fire. <laughs> um I know Daniel Caesar is canceled. <laughs> But y'all gotta cancel him for his new podcast. For just that one for song. The one, for the one, one song. He ate that one little thing. He ate that one little thing. <laughs> he ate that one little thing. For real. Um, he bodied. And then it reminds me of like Aston Martin music, mm-hmm. Dice Pineapples, okay. mainly because Rick Ross is on it. But like still, <laughs> it's old R&B in mm-hmm. he body. Um, And then my hood rat weekend song, Taliban's. What's his name? It's a it's a uh, dance hall song, but honestly, y'all gonna be hearing this song all summer. Probably. Taliban's by Byron Messiah. Mm. So it's slowly getting out there now. It's like you know how um hot nigga used to be that song at the end of the night where everyone gets hyped. Mm-hmm. Now it's this song. Okay, and it's it was like, also that one by Sheck West. Oh yeah, when he what was, was a thing. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. See, I thought with Mo Bamba, he was really going to be like... He ruined himself. (laughs) He ruined himself. He ruined it. There was so much potential there. It was different. He was an ignorant nigga. But then he was an ignorant nigga in real life and then he fucked him over. (laughs) How do you be like this? Stupid bitch. Stupid. Him. Like him. (laughs) 
What are yours? Okay, so for my movie, I want to do, I seen it at this like film screening actually at the um, college. Oh, cool. And it's called Follow Her. So I'm going to just read the little blurb or whatever. An aspiring actress responds to a mysterious classified ad and finds herself trapped in her new boss's twisted revenge fantasy. Ooh. Like, and it's dropping in June, like for like to buy and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was really good. Like, and it had this actor. <sighs> My friend told me he was in some like movie. Oh, he's like really big now because he's in some like popular show, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But he, yo, he ate that role the fuck up. His name is Luke Cook. He was in Sabrina. He played Lucifer in Chilling Sabrina. Um, mm. But he ate that role up. Like, he did that. He did that for sure. Um, for a song, I think I'm gonna do. Let me look. Um, oh, I'm gonna go see Phony People later this month. So I'm gonna do Warmest Winter by Phony People. That song is fire. Um, and then for TV show, I probably said it before, but I'm gonna say it again because the new season is out. The Great. The Great is a fire-ass show Where on HBO. HBO. I mean, no, I, I'm on Hulu. It's a Hulu okay. one. And I love Hulu. Yes. I'd be on it more than Netflix, though. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even care about Netflix no more. <laughs> well, but, I did it to watch Beef. Did you yeah, watch I did. But then I, they just that was dumb so shit. Good. Yeah. They did do some dumb shit immediately yeah. after. Like, but it, it was mad good. But I would have recommended that if that wasn't, like, Exactly, you know? me too. <laughs> but but um, they're making the brother, like, a, a big thing now. I... He's cute. They have to. He's like, a this cutie. I know. Who else is a favorite? Do? And then like they ruined it. So. And his his voice. I was like, that voice is fun. Mm-hmm. With that little fine ass body. Mm-hmm. I was into it. <laughs> I was into it. Yeah. I definitely followed him when he still had like a thousand. It was like three thousand followers. Then I like. You went back a couple hours later. That shit said fourteen k. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, what's his name? Like, you know what's crazy? Do you watch Snowfall? No, but I definitely heard about it. Okay, so one of the characters, he's just like one of the guys that sell weed. Um, or like he kind of put not sell weed. He kind of pushes for him in the projects that. Yeah. Um. So he is fucking fine, bro. I followed him. I found him. I'm thinking this man got like, hundred k, whatever. This man only has six thousand followers. Oh, on it I early. followed him immediately, like in everything. <laughs> yes, <laughs> man. It's, it's within reach. It's within reach. Literally, if I DM him, he's gonna see it. And he's gonna fuck with Why not? Why not? Like it's only six. <laughs> All right, y'all. Jazz gotta go. Do you want to drop your socials? You yes. Follow me at Jasmine Naje, Naje N A J E on Instagram, and the same thing with Twitter. All right. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for answering questions. Holla at me. (laughs) (laughs) End of episode 13. Peace. Even though I like boys, would you still let me hit? If I eat your pussy, would you still suck my dick? Baby, I'll take your soul if I lick on your clip. You ain't never met a nigga who could do it like this. Would you still be my nigga if I fuck on your sis? 
I'm a burst top, I can never be your bitch And if I suck your dick, swear to God I won't spit And your bitch call me daddy when I'm deep in her shit No hard situation, baby, let me get this nut And when your brother at, cause I still want his butt When I eat your pussy, I'ma pick your ass up I'ma show you little baby, daily bow ain't no chum I'm a thug nigga, bust knocks and I flip tricks Matter of fact, I eat pussy and I suck dick Bust quick, nigga wanna rump, then it's nothing If a bitch want my time, bring them funds in And if I slide through your hood, what you gon' do? Cause I'ma walk through that bitch like I'm supposed to Bump you, bitch come outside, I ain't gon' jump you I'ma come and come me hot like I'm Goku And I'm a faggot, but they know when I'm a shorter, baby Since I'm a shorter, can I have some of that cooler, baby? I'm a faggot, I'm the number one thorter, baby I'ma call your brother like, what's up, what you doing later? I want the dick, the pussy I want everything, bitch, what it is I want the dick, the pussy I want everything, bitch, what it is Bisexual Problems, bitch Bisexual Problems, bitch Bisexual Problems, bitch Can you solve them, bitch? Bisexual Problems, bitch Bisexual Problems, bitch Bisexual Problems, bitch Can you solve them, bitch?